to my My fellow spooky folks, it's the boy Trigger Troy, and this is Man of Horror, my horror pod where I talk all things scary. The season is almost over, and we got two more episodes after this, and then we're edging closer to the 900 mark. So I'm excited. We're almost at 1K to end off the season, so just need a little bit more push. <laughs> um, but anyways, again, I appreciate you guys. Nevertheless, um, today's episode is going to be an updated list from the very first episode, my top five gory horror films. The list that started it all basically um except this time i want to go bloodier right so top five gory horror films bloodier edition then stick around after i'll be reviewing and rating another throwback thriller you're next fun ass film it's gonna be a good time so let's get it you want to know what happens to an eyeball when it gets punctured so you got any idea how much blood jets out of a guy's neck when his throat's been st- Okay, so in fifth place, a film that was second place on the previous list, which should give you an idea of how much bloodier this list is, <laughs> Hostel. What can I say about fucking Hostel? To this day, I literally cringe so fucking hard at like several scenes of this movie. From the one that immediately comes to mind, which is like the Asian lady with the eyeball and the the, the torch uh, to like the the ankle slicing scene when the guy tries to get it up and he, they just split open like ah like I, I literally i feel shit so deeply right and so i swear my body hurts after i watch this film like every time for like a good five minutes after <laughs> um i'll say if you haven't seen this one i'll give you a pass if you can't handle body horror and you're like a casual horror fan but if you're like an actual fucking horror fan you get the bill shame In fourth place, a lesser-known classic considered a cult classic by extreme horror fans, Wizard of Gore. Um, This film came out in 1970 and was considered um, what you would call a splatter film, right? You know, the films that are just, like, insanely fucking gory, just blood all over. Um, And while the film itself isn't, like, the best plot-wise, the gore with this and with splatter films, especially back then, was literally what you came for. I came across this one like years and years and years ago, and it's about a magician who's basically a serial killer. The kills in this film are mind blowing. Like, like okay, so considering how they look, right? It's it's funny how this is another one of those films that because of when it came out and the quality and like the grit, it works with it and it looks real. Like it's, <laughs> it almost looks. It's like that documentary feel of the uh, the first Texas Chainsaw or, um, you know, Cannibal Holocaust, things like that. Like those old ass films that just looked so poorly filmed that it almost looked like it was actually happening. Like it just it works really well with this. In third place, Martyrs. This one is originally a French horror film that came out in two thousand eight. I'll be honest, the film is pretty fucking uncomfortable at points in some of the same ways that both Hostel and, like, 
our last bit of your grave, our last house on the left are. It's bloody. It's smart. And again, just really fucking uncomfortable. Like, it's essentially a film about a cult, right, who use torture as a means to unlock a person's ability to see into the afterlife. Like, basically, I'm going to beat your ass until I unlock this ability in you. You know, I'm going to fuck you up and see the limit of torture that I can take you to until I unlock this part of your body that takes over and... You know, it's like a like unlocking a superpower kind of thing. And it's just fucking wild, right? Like, they've been doing it for a while, but they've only tortured the shit out of innocent women and killed them. You know, so it's it's really fucking sick. But honestly, as a horror fan, it's so fucking worth a watch. Um, I will say I get not everybody can watch horror films from other countries. You know, if you like your horror American, there is a 2015 American remake. Like, America, you know, there's a remake for that. Like, I feel like that's the ultimate fucking... <laughs> that's, like, America's Hollywood slogan when it comes to fire-ass horror in other countries. Oh, you know what? There's a remake for that. <laughs> in second place, Terrifier. Ugh, fucking Art the Clown is a menace, right? Jesus, like this film, I think definitely highlights how much of a menace. It's the character's kind of like first full outing, and it's a fucking outing. Like, this is the type of film that makes you talk to the screen, and like you talk to the screen, you feel what's happening, and you feel uncomfortable. Like, actually, like everything that I've said about the other films so far is in this and more. Like, it just, it. There's, there's scenes that are so fucking intense that all I can do is sit there with my mouth just wide open, like, in shock that something like that was filmed. And yet, I don't look away, so that says something more about horror fans, right? But whatever, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but if you haven't seen this one as a horror fan, um, definitely you get the bill. If you're a casual horror watcher... Nah, you know, I'll 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 give you a pass on this one and I'll honestly say you might not want to see this one because clowns and gore together is just Yeah. Finally, in first place, Green Inferno. This one is fucking wild. I mentioned it on the original list, but I, I picked the movie that it was inspired by on the first list, which is Cannibal Holocaust. Again, inspired by Cannibal Holocaust, it's a film from Eli Roth, and it's about a group of people who end up in the wrong part of the fucking jungle, and they encounter a native tribe who, from there, just proceeds to torture and eat these fucking people in the most insane and brutal ways. Like, and you know, like I don't want to stereotype or anything like that at all, you know, um, or be ignorant, because I don't. I don't know if that's what they'll do, but I honestly feel like we should leave fucking native tribes the fuck alone. Like, it's fascinating that they still exist. Totally understand that. Leave them the fuck alone. Because more than likely, I feel like this is an accurate depiction and they will kill the shit out of you. Just leave them alone. <laughs> like, especially in forest, like foreign ass, like rainforest and shit. Like, nah, bro. Leave them alone. You are all my children now. Okay, so that was, again, my top five bloody horror films, or gory horror films, bloodier edition, rather. Um, let's go ahead and get into this week's Throwback Thursday film. You're next.
Um, so first I want to say with your next, I was pleasantly surprised at the final, like, like at pretty much just what we got with the film, right? Like, I, um, they don't necessarily do anything new as far as plot, right? But they take a lot of plot subversions and they play with like a lot of the old plot elements, right? Like, so, you know, family getting together after a long time and they all start getting killed off one by one. You know, we've seen that before. Um, but then with this one is different because spoiler alert, it's two of the kids who planned it all. And again, even with that, that's not necessarily new. So it's like a lot of, a lot of elements that aren't new themselves that are brought together in this movie. Um, I think one of the highlights is the characters, right? I think while very cliche, a lot of the the characters, they really play their roles very well and they lead into them very well to where you believe them in in their cliches and you can kind of almost see like, okay, yeah, these motherfuckers, like you can see who's going to survive. Like, and, and I think it's, it's made like that for a reason like in retrospect on who actually ends up being the survivor and why she's able to survive. But, you know, there's the the older brother who's like a dick and <laughs> he's like the the lead of the family, quote unquote. There is the baby brother who is a little weird and a little off putting and then he brings his girlfriend from the wrong side of the tracks, you know. There is the sister who's like insecure and She's like the middle kid. She just wants to be seen. You know, the parents who are just like so fucking oblivious and just like, oh, huh, it's our family and we're so lovely and cute. Huh, huh. Like it just, <laughs> it, it plays out really, really well. Um, another thing I'll say is this movie was bloodier than I expected, which again, for horror, pleasant surprise, was not angry at all. Um, the opening scene in this one too is very fun. The song in this movie, it's going to stick in your head. Because between the opening scene and, like, maybe I think about two other scenes throughout the movie, the song is played several times, and it just, it it will get stuck in your head. Like, after watching this, I had the melody, and I don't want to play it here or sing it here because I don't want it stuck in my head again. Um, But, yeah, just know it's going to happen. <laughs> um, And then speaking of songs, too, the score for this film was very 80s. Like, I found myself when I was watching it feeling reminiscent of, like, chase scenes and, you know, old Halloween and, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, stuff like that. Like, it just had, like, this synth-heavy sound. And it it was very effective in certain scenes. Um, The other thing I want to say about this film is it brought us one of my new favorite final girls fucking Aaron and like she you know like so this is another thing you know final girl final girls aren't new final girls have that transformation from sweet cute girl to you know killer towards the end but what this one did was they brought her life up and like essentially she grew up in spoiler alert a survivalist camp compound so she knows how to just survive so the beast that she becomes in this film was there before the movie right like there's no no transformation technically 
it's just a, a introduction to another part of her and she fucking like dog, like if you haven't seen it like you definitely need to see it because she fucking annihilates these men who are there to essentially again kill her and it just works out so well with your next um so i gave it three out of five fun film again one for watchability you will not get bored watching this movie from start to finish i think the slowest moment is after the opening scene and they like have, have to kind of rebuild the plot a bit and reintroduce the, the characters and what's going on but even then it's not like boring or unwatchable it's just slow um another one is for kill count because there is a significant amount of people who die in this film i feel like anytime it's over five it, the the kill count starts to get interesting and it's definitely over five in here um and i and i say that too side note because i was definitely a horror snob the type that was like oh there's only like three people who get killed in this movie and blah blah like just because it's not a high kill count does not mean it's not a good horror film but it does mean it wouldn't get a star rating for me so anyway <laughs> and um the last one is gore it's does it have extreme gore throughout right but there are scenes of just pure, like, for example, um, a guy gets a blender put in his head and turned on. So that should just kind of give you an idea of like the, the, the gore situation that's going on with your next. <laughs> um, and then like, I think one of the other scenes too, at the the end, like the guy, this um guy gets stabbed right in the fucking eyeball with like just a kitchen knife. And it just looks so like, like you can feel it like my eye fucking hurt from that so yeah um again a three out of five for your next totally worth the watch um and is one of my she's in my top five of final girls like she she fucking just kills it she's just so fucking smart like i have half a mind to put myself in a survivalist camp well and to just live there for like a good 10 years at least because <laughs> like what um anyway as always i appreciate you guys so so fucking much for listening i just be talking shit about her and y'all just be listening and i appreciate it <laughs> um don't forget to follow the official instagram page for the pod man of horror underscore podcast and until next time stay motherfucking spooky folks peace